The Paunch Stevenson Show. PaunchStevenson.com. Episode 155. Tuesday, August 24th, 2010. So this is the Paunch Stevenson Show, episode 155. Yes. com. I am Rob, you are Greg. Yeah. What do you got? What's new? Well, we were just talking about the clapper. Nobody heard us, but we were. Um, I have a funny clapper story. This is probably... I don't want to say it was like 20 years ago. It was definitely early 90s. And the clapper had probably been out a few years or something like that. And for some reason, my grandparents decided to install... My grandfather decided to install the clapper in their house. Like, everywhere. Hmm. You know, like the lights were on the clapper. The TV (laughs) was... Ridiculous. All Uh, these clappers. Yeah. So... I, I, now, actually, he probably had one in every room or something like that. So, so at first he was like trying to do it, and he would like you know clap, and like the wrong room would go off. <laughs> like he'd be in the living room clapping, and and the kitchen would be going on and off. We're like, what? What the hell is this? <laughs> Why isn't the closer one going on and off? You'd have to run into the kitchen, clap. And then that turned that off, so everything was out of sync, and it, it was just crazy. So I think fi- finally, I forget what he did, but he finally got it kind of like working, and it was some kind of a holiday or somebody's birthday or something. So it was like, um, I don't know, it was probably like thirty people in the house, and it's my father's side of the family, and everybody, I don't know what it is. I, I guess everybody. Well, everybody was like half deaf because everyone insisted on screaming. Okay. So that was like, no one could just like talk normally. Everyone just had to scream. So it was kind of a madhouse. So at one point, like, so everybody was like, and then the people started coming in and it was like, everyone was like screaming, you know, yelling and, and laughing. And it was just very loud. <laughs> and then for whatever the reason is they got louder even though no one was clapping, the stupid clapper kept going off. That's weird. So while everybody was talking, like every like three or four minutes, one of the lights would go off. And <laughs> clap, clap, and the light goes back on. Oh, this one goes off. Now this one's on. And it was insane. It was like strobe lights. <laughs> the stupid clapper going on and off. They lived inside a discotheque. Yeah. Stupid clapper. So what did they end up doing? Throwing them in the garbage? Yeah, probably. Dog barking up, there goes the clapper. (laughs) I wonder if anyone uses those anymore. (sighs) I don't think so. The biggest thing with them was that they were too... They weren't, like, sensitive enough. Well, or too sensitive. Yeah, well, in that case, too sensitive. Interesting. I never owned one. No, I, I didn't either. I did used to have one of those lamps that it wasn't clapping, but instead of turning the knob or flipping the switch, I would just touch it and it would turn mm-hmm. on. Interesting. Did you ever see that? Probably. The whole thing, I think it was brass. 
And yeah, there was no switch. I would no. just, I, I could touch it anywhere metal on the whole lamp and wow. it would turn on and then I would just touch anywhere on the lamp and it would turn off. Mm. 1980s, very high tech. Yeah, so it's kind of like, what, what's that thing, the, glo- the glow, is that the Venturi device, the globe with the electricity in it, You the static and it goes all over? Oh yeah, I don't know what those are called. That was a Venturi. No, no, that's something else. Jesse Venturi. Hey, let me tell you, it's a conspiracy. <laughs> you touch the lamp and it goes off. There's a conspiracy in that lamp. Let me tell you. Oh, by the way. Yes. It's a plasma globe. A what? A plasma globe. I don't think so. I think oh. it had some kind of... No. A plasma globe or a plasma lamp. I gotta look that up. Hold on, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sending you the link. It has pictures. Yeah, alright. Well, I have Google here. Plasma globe. Eh, well, I guess. Isn't that it? It was invented, I guess. Yeah, it was invented by Nikola Tesla. Ah, Nikola Tesla. Yes. Actually, what I was thinking of was a crackle tube, which is a type of plasma lamp that has blue. It's blue. Crackle tube. Oh. It was a link on it on the bottom there. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. So what is it? This uh, is like a similar (laughs) concept, except it's flat. It's not a sphere. It's just a circle, a circular disc. Ah, right. And it looks like it has little... uh, like little light bright pegs plugged into it or something. Hmm. Welcome to the Punch Stevenson Show. There you go. There's your history lesson for the, uh, for the day. Well, and we didn't even have to ask Dr. Julius Sumner Miller. <laughs> we should have asked him. Physics is my business, our business. Okay, so uh, in our ongoing celebrity sweepstakes, which uh, in the last episode one five four. Um, you may have heard that Rob uh, got a leg up on me by uh, meeting Dennis Haskins again and getting a picture with him. Yes. Dennis Haskins. Dennis Haskins. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey. hey, hey. What is going on here? Hey. This is madness. Hey, 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 what is going on here? This is madness. <laughs> uh, Dennis Haskins. Um so I had to... Mr. Belding. Yes. Finally. So, yeah. So I had to... Oh, you still didn't get him on the show. No, he's not going to come on. He's too drunk. Come on. You could have gotten a sound bite. He was leaving. Um, By so the way, anyway. I was... You know, you posted the picture of me and him yeah. on the website, episode 154. And I was looking... I had that opened in one tab... 
And then I had pictures of him as Mr. Belding open in another tab. It's, I, I, just, I can't believe how much this man has aged. Isn't this getting a little old now? <laughs> no, I'm serious, though. S- seriously. Like, I legitimately... Yeah. He's aged so much in such a little amount of time. I guess well, it's all the alcohol. It must be. <laughs> I mean, he used to be a pretty, like, okay-looking guy. Now he's, he just looks like a wreck. <laughs> yeah, that was like 20 years ago. It's, yeah, I know, but... It's, ah, man. Hey, hey, hey. 20 years ago, you know, compared to 20 years, you know, compared to now, I don't look like a wreck now. Yeah, but you're not like 50-something years old, like him. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So, anyway. too much partying. uh, Well, hey. Hey, 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 hey. (laughs) Hey. Hey, hey. (laughs) All right, so your turn. Yeah, hold on. So you had to get revenge. <clears throat> no, I just had to settle the score. Settle the score. Who um, did I? I was in Barnes and Noble one time, and I think I texted you that someone was going to be signing a book that was, night, just coincidentally. Who was that? Was it Jim Brewer? No. No, I'm not. I oh, it was somebody oh, like Jay that. Moore. Oh, Jay Moore. <laughs> Jay Moore. Your favorite. Yes. He does the Christopher Walken. Yeah, the psychic uh, hotline. Yeah. No, Jay Moore is very, very funny, but uh, yeah, I I know. I knew about that beforehand, but I I didn't feel like going at that time. It was a a pain. All right, so you you evened (laughs) the score. You settled the score. (laughs) Settled the score. So I. All right, so here's the backstory. So I watch once in a while. When I do actually watch television, which is becoming less and less. Me too. Um, yeah. Well, you don't even have cable or whatever you have there. I do have cable. What do you th- You have on. very limited cable. I have a hundred channels. <laughs> yeah, but half of them are local access. Plus on demand, plus DVR. All right. So, so sometimes I do watch the G4 channel. Which is uh, a channel that specializes in, um, I don't know, video games, I guess, sometimes. Pop culture, other times. So, there is a show on it, but the show's been on there a long, long time. It's called Attack of the Show. It's two people hosting, it's usually a man and a woman. They show, like, uh, goofy videos from the internet. And then they'll, like, review different gadgets and technology, uh, interview, like, uh, celebrities, you know, do goofy skits and and that kind of stuff. So who are the hosts? Okay, so the usual hosts are this guy Kevin Pereira and Olivia Munn is the female host. Okay. I actually think she, I find her very funny. I But, I you know, I watch the show all the time and I really get a kick out of it. You know, it's like... It's one of the few shows on television where the people, you know, they they kind of go in there and they, you know, sometimes they'll get off script and, you know, kind of like get, you know, start like get, you know, laughing about something or, you know, they do a lot of goofy things. And she's very popular with the uh, the quote unquote nerds. What's her name? Olivia Munn. M U N N. 
How do you know it's not Mune? Because I've heard her say it. And she's actually, you know, she's been in increasingly in more things. She was in Iron Man 2, briefly. Um, as was you-know-who. It's me, Web Schlinger! That's, that's right. Shell phone lady! I think that time he was Larry King. That, wow. Yeah. Hello, Chicago! You're yes. on the air with me, Stan Lee, <laughs> the man! Alright, so... She was in that. And Did you know I invented Iron Man? Yes, we know that, Stan. So, uh, yes, she was in that, and, um, uh, you know, she was in some other things. Uh, she's been in some other things, in, in, and I think she's, she's shooting a pilot for NBC. It's called Perfect Couples. Uh, I, it might get picked up for next season. I'm not sure. Who else is in that? Uh, offhand, I don't know. Me, Web uh, Schlinger, Stan yes. Lee. You know, he I'm was on, in everything. He was on Entourage. That's uh, right, recently, me playing himself. I play Stan Lee, yes. the Superman. Yes, I invented Superman. Apparently, he had his, in in that show. He has a new comic book character that <laughs> it must be based off of a sneaker. That's right, Sneaker Man! No, because it's called Airwalker. His sidekick Airwalker! <laughs> he strangles the villain with his shoelace! Yes! <laughs> yeah, but Airwalk, remember Airwalks never had the shoelaces hanging out. They're oh, was no. hidden. Yeah, they were always hidden. Oh. Remember that? He's, sne he's Sneaker Man. He sneaks up behind you and kicks your butt with a shoe. Ish. Anyway. Um. <laughs> what were we talking about? <coughs> Olivia Munn. Okay. All right, so, so she came out with a book. And uh, it was basically, the book is called Suck It, Wonder Woman. Okay. The Misadventures of a Hollywood Geek. I invented Wonder Woman, oh. Web Schlinger. There he goes again. You know, speaking Me. of Wonder Woman, speaking of Wonder Woman, do you know that they recently DC changed her costume and all of these comic book wackos went ballistic? <laughs> what did they change it to? It was the American flag. Yeah, it still is, except it was I don't know. It's like it's like it's like a full blue like leotard or something. Like, let me see. Let me, I, all right, you talk. I'm going to look this up. And I said to people, I can't believe people still read Wonder Woman comics. Well, they, they read you everything do. I write. No, you didn't write that statement. I write every comic no, book. No, But I write more than <laughs> Stephen King. <laughs> Wait a minute. I am Stephen King. What are you talking about? I invented Stephen King, man. <laughs> he... Chokes people with books. <laughs> <laughs> the Shining was based on me, Stan Lee. <laughs> Stephen King stole the two twin girls from me, the Wonder Twins. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Anyway. Um... Yeah, it's Olivia Munn. Um, oh, I see the new Wonder Woman costume. Yeah. I don't know. It looks okay, I guess. I don't really care. 
I know, but these people went berserk, so there you go. So instead of wearing underwear, she's wearing pants now. Yeah. Can't have that. <laughs> she has to fight crime in her underwear. And, and, all right, and actually, one of the bits, Olivia Munn was Wonder Woman <clears throat> in on this uh, attack of the show. It was actually a pretty funny bit. And she's actually now a, a, a correspondent for The Daily Show. Oh. Once in a while. Interesting. So, yes. But, I, you know, one of the few women on television who I find actually funny in the sense of being wit, wit funny and, you know, able to, you know, make a joke out of a situation, you know, situational funny. Yeah. You know, usually they're not, um, for whatever the reason, they're, I don't know if they're not allowed on television, but they, they usually don't see that. Huh. So I find it very funny. Anyway, so she had this new book coming out, and I figured, oh, I can, I can meet her. She was at the, uh, borders in Columbus Circle, New York. Gonna go there. I'll get the book signed, you know, get a picture, the whole nine yards. So, um, so I go there, and uh, I think I probably waited for about two hours wow. or so. You know, I mean, that seems like the norm with this kind of stuff, other than Jesse Ventura. You're two-hour man! <laughs> yes, yeah, so I... I um, Waited in line. Actually, and another skit that she did was very funny was uh, she played the Baroness oh. from G.I. Joe. And they had some right, guy in- Destro. Ah. And they had a guy dressed as Destro, Cobra Commander. Serpento, and- are you fool? Yes. And the git- the bit was that I could not open my mouth to eat anything, Cobra Commander. <laughs> but it's actually it's actually really funny. Um this was on Attack of the Show? Yes. Okay. G4TV.com. So anyway, um, so, you know, going there in line and waiting in line. And uh, I had to uh, suffer through about two hours of this uh, this guy who was, uh, I don't know, he's some kind of, uh, I don't know if he had some bit of a, uh, what we call uh, mental disability. I'm not sure. But he would not shut up. Mental man. He would not shut up. He was like listening to Blank Man for two hours. Would not shut up. And anytime somebody like anywhere in the line mentioned anything, if in just in passing, this guy had like like Superman hearing. <laughs> and he would just pick like like somebody would say, um Yeah, you know, I um I just bought new tires for my uh, my car. You know, tires are getting a little worn. It's just something completely, completely absurd. <laughs> and here's this guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Let me tell you, I just bought new tires too. My tires, my tires got all bald, and 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 I don't even have a car. And I bought new tires, and I don't even have a car. It's like, oh my god, shut up! <laughs> I'm gonna sell my my life. My life is a book gonna sell it to a movie producer they're gonna make a movie of it but my life is too interesting it's not gonna be good enough for one movie it's gonna be four movies did this guy have buck teeth no 
He actually claimed that he looked like Howie Mandel, and actually he, he did kind of look like Howie Mandel a little bit. Well, the um, deal or no deal Howie Mandel, or yes. the walk like a man Howie Mandel. No, no not the, uh, the Jewish Afro Howie Mandel, no. <laughs> Oh man, walk like a man. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. Well, and I also remember uh, Little Monsters. Oh yeah, Fred Savage. Yeah. So I had to listen to this guy for two hours, which was uh, interesting. <laughs> and uh, you know, I guess he couldn't help himself, but he was making a lot of, uh, I would say, insulting and rude comments to some of the ladies in line. Why? <laughs> I don't know, he probably just couldn't help himself, you know. He's mentally disabled. What do you want? <laughs> a little slow. Handyman! Uh, yeah, handyman. No. I invented him. I invented a handyman. I'll fix all of your, uh, your faucets. I'm the handyman. <laughs> and my, uh, my sidekick is Plumberella. <laughs> a vampire plumber. <laughs> So I'm in the line, you know, whatever. And uh, so I get up there. You know, she's very nice. Uh, you know, say hello. And, uh, you know, she's giving everyone a hug. Some people kiss. I only got the hug. Not this guy, right? Not, not the, the Howie Mandel handyman guy. No, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... Luckily, he lived somewhere in Queens and was going on the absolutely opposite direction of the subway as me. Good. Because I walked out the, at the same time. What subway are you going into? Oh, God. I'm going back to New Jersey. New Jersey. That is west. Okay, I'm going to Queens. Yeah, all right. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, just get out of here. <laughs> Dive into the six. Oh, this is the other thing was I went there and... It literally was, it was one of the, those weeks in July where it was like a hundred degrees every day. And I send a message to Rob beforehand. I go, I'm taking a subway tonight. How bad is it? He goes, Oh, it's not too bad. Hmm. Are you out of your freaking mind? Is that really what like, I told you? Yes. You go, Oh, it's not too bad. The path station's outside. It's not too bad. I'm like, First of all, I'm in the past. I'm at the past station. Yes, it's outside, a hundred degrees. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> yeah. And well, it sub- still is, by the way. That hasn't yeah. ended. Yeah, it's very humid, and the subway was very hot and very stinky as well. The urine, the urine smell was just everywhere. Yeah, that's perpetual. Yes. All right. So, as I was saying, so I get up there, you know, get up in line, and. Um, uh, you know, I, I have to, you know, I have to say that, that that Borders did a very good job in the sense that they had their employees there uh, waiting so that you you handed them your camera and they took the picture for you. Oh, well, that was good. You didn't have to worry about worrying about, oh, am I going to be able to get a picture? Oh, what am I going to do? You know. Got to make it quick. And you need a shooter. You got to shoot it. Make gotta, it quick. Got to get, right, get, get a shooter. Got to get a shooter. I got shorter. I'm shocked they actually planned ahead. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, she's been noted. She she did a bunch of uh, these signings in the book tour over about a few week period, really all she had time for. And she she would literally sit there and sign for 5 hours, 6 hours. You know, from 
In this case, well, this one didn't last. This one was probably probably only like two and a half hours, but she did some comic book stores in Manhattan, and she was there. I think one time she one day she was there from like eight until like one or two in the morning or something like that. It was like wow, crazy. But she says she uh, she wants to she likes the fans and wants to uh, be with the fans. So, well, that's how yeah. it should be. It should be. It should. Not you know not like Russell Crowe or Mel Gibson shooting the fans. Well, they're insane. What do you get them? It's like, uh, hello. If it isn't for us, the fans, you're just you're you're just like me. Just yeah. you know, some guy walking down the you're street. Nobody. You're nobody. And so she's noted for that, and um, you know, which was cool. So I uh, I wound up uh, recording the uh, you know like thirty second conversation on my cell phone. And actually, what was funny was um, some guy must have been standing to the side and actually caught, like, five seconds of me on video, even though it was just, like, the back of my head or something. Send me the link later. Right now? <laughs> right now. Live right. on the air. We're not live. We're live to each other. And actually... Um, you know, she actually she appeared on Tom Green's show, I think last year. You know, the one that he does in his living room. Yeah. And it was, no, but it was really, she was really, really funny. Um, she spent the whole time, like, kind of goofing with this, this shtick about how she hated fat people. Really? But it was funny. All right, send me the link to that, too. I don't, well, it's, it's, it's on his website. His website is a disaster. (laughs) Exactly. That's why I want you to find it for me. I, I don't even know if it's there anymore. Oh. Hold on, let me let me just search. You know whose autograph we have to get next? Hey, it's the big man! The kid from Brooklyn.com! <laughs> I go into the Starbucks! No. People are laying on the couches! What am I, in a, a furniture store? What am I? <laughs> I go into the Indian restaurant, I almost puke all over myself! Waste removal? <laughs> Actually, at that same... At that s- it's the big man as the Joker! <laughs> all right, all right, shut up. Um, what I was going to say was, at that same uh, Borders, uh, like a month later, they had Danica McKellar. Who's that? From Doogie Howser. <laughs> like I remember that. You don't remember Winnie from Doogie Hauser? Do you mean the Wonder Years? Oh yeah, the Wonders. <laughs> oh god. Here I am <laughs> telling <laughs> I'm giving the reference. Winnie Cooper. Yes, from the Wonder Years, yes. <laughs> Alright, well here's the alright, here I'm gonna just pass you the video here. Don't I mean don't put the audio on. No. Because whoever did it puts, like, some Superman theme. <laughs> but actually, the, in the start of the video, you see the crackpot that I was talking about who's wearing this red children's cowboy hat. Oh, I see him. And there I am, kind of in the background there. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, there you are. Yep. 
Oh, and then you just, and then you vanished. I, I know, it got cut off. You're Ghost Man. Ah. Alright, so you met Olivia Munn. Yeah, so let me, let me, uh, let me give you this, um, Odeo here. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, how am I sending this here? Any way you want. Uh, whatever works. Oh, God. We'll get to that later. Whatever works. <laughs> All right, yeah, we, we better get to that. We'll get to that later. Don't worry about it. Oh, my God. By the way, yeah, <clears throat> I got a letter in the mail. Fios is finally available in my neighborhood. Yeah, but I told you it's useless because you don't watch, you don't, you don't get the television really package. I'm not ordering it. I'm just saying it's fi- It took them what two years? Two years. Well, there's some places they're just not going to go. I mean, they basically stopped rolling out. All right, so uh, we'll play the clip now. Have a good night. Thank you. God bless. I'll see you next night. week. Okay. <laughs> What's your name? Greg. I'm Olivia. How are you? How's life? Thanks for meeting. How is everything? Good. I'm going to try and uh, promote your book on my podcast. What's your podcast? For all 15 people over. Hey, it starts at 15. It goes on and on and on. Paunch Stevenson Show. It is? Yeah. So what's this, what is it? Paunch Stevenson Show. Paunch, P-O. P-A-U-N-C-H Stevenson. Don't ask for it. Hopefully that will help. Yeah. Want a hug? Sure. Right, nice. nice to meet you. Bye. Nice. Good night. Bye. So you're gonna. So she might be listening. Olivia Maybe. Munn. There's a fifty-fifty chance she's listening to this. Well, I'll post it on her like Twitter account and see if she uh, bothers to listen. Did she? Um, did, when when you were spelling out the Paunch Stevenson show for her, was she writing yeah. it down? Yes. Really? Well, no, what happened was... So, so, so she's listening. No. What? She listened to me. I was standing in front of her. No, no, no. I know. She, But you said, I'm going to promote your book on my podcast. Yes. And she said, oh, what is it? And you said the Paunch Stevenson show. And she said, you know, and then you had to spell it for her. Yes. And you said she wrote it down. I'm going to get to that. So she's listening. No. Don't be negative. Come on. Olivia Munn is going to mention the Paunch Stevenson show on Attack of the Show. Uh. Yes? I don't. I don't think so. Olivia Munn, you are. Li- not <laughs> if you're listening. I know you're listening. You're listening. You are listening. And you have to mention the Paunch Stevenson show on Attack yes. of the Show. Or on your Twitter, or just anywhere. Just mention it somewhere, please. Yeah, you know, please. the funny thing—the funny thing about Attack of the Show is the the guy that's all, the co-host, Kevin Pereira. Um, he he is a you know he does the Twitter stuff. He's pretty funny too. But he actually actually they have a Twitter site for that show, and while the show is going, like fans can Twitter in, and sometimes they'll post it on the scroll on the bottom of the screen while the show is going. Oh, all right. Good. Yeah. And if, it's funny, one time, uh, a couple of days ago, somebody put on there, Kevin Pereira will never listen. He's a, you know, beep, beep, 
you know, some kind of curse word or something like that. He'll never read this. <laughs> and then he posted he posted the picture on his Twitter, basically you know, showing the idiot writing that down, saying that he'd never listen. Nice. But he's very funny. So um, what happened was you go up and she she opens the book and she just signed her name in the book. I think she signed it, uh, you know, like Greg, uh, uh, me love you long time or something, okay. which is part of her shtick is that she's half Chinese and her mother is like literally from China via Vietnam or something. And she talks like, you know, Chinese person. Does she play jokes? Yeah, yeah, that's part. Like, that's, it, it's in her book too. There's a lot of goofy, you know, stories about you know how the mother talks, and she does that on like talk shows. It's funny. So she's half yeah. Chinese. Yes. And she plays jokes. Yes. Does she urinate in your coke? Uh. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I haven't heard that one. <laughs> Never mind. Who did you pick that one up off of Stan Lee? Maybe <laughs> it's Coke Man. He, uh. Urinates in people's coke. The evil doers. Shut up. Gives them toxic shock syndrome. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. I'm glad you don't know. Come on, you ever hear a five-year-old, uh, me Chinese, me play joke? <laughs> <laughs> me, me take a pee in your coat. I haven't heard that one. So she signed um, your book. And she signs the book. And then, so the cover of the book, you know, it's a hardcover. And you know how they put that, like, paper cover on the outside? The jacket. Yeah, okay, the jacket. <laughs> I, I'm not writing a lot of books like Jesse the Body, okay? Is her picture on the back cover like George McFly? Uh, no, it's not in that way, no. Oh. You see, Marty, if you put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything. Um, Interruption so, man! Uh, Go ahead. So... On the inside of the jacket, when you put, when you take the jacket off and you open it all the way up, it's a like a little poster of her, dressed as a sailor, in a bikini. It's very nice, and she let the fans vote on what they wanted to see there. So, uh, so on there, I guess for and she was signing that too, and she signed on it. Uh, let me get the picture. Yeah, and uh, so this is where, when she was signing this, is when I was telling her how to spell it. And she wound up uh, signing uh, Porn Stevenson Show Rules, and then signed her name. Oh, so she didn't write it down for herself. No, that's what I was getting at. Like in a notebook. No. No. Come on. All right, I'll Twitter her. No, I will. with you? I will right, we'll both Twitter her. Yeah. You're, Tweet. All right, so, Tweet. We'll tweet Okay. Her. Stop. All right, so, all right, so she did that, and that was cool. So, uh, what was I getting at? Oh, so the book. So actually, you know, I read the book, and I, I really liked it. You know, it was like it was a lot like Dennis Leary's book. You know, a lot of little anecdotes from her, uh, you know, childhood and, and and all that. Because you know, she basically a big thing with her was 
Uh, she moved around a lot. She was always in a new school or something like that. So, so there was a couple of funny, uh, one funny story that she did was, I guess it was, uh, she, it must have been in kindergarten or something and had just gone to a new school. I, I it was somewhere, I guess in Oklahoma, from Oklahoma. And like all the other kids, you know, I guess looked at her as like a cast out, you know, maybe. She's from where? Oklahoma. Cowboy man. Uh, so, <laughs> so one of the chapter, and, and this is the other thing I love about her book is it's a, one of it, it. It's right up our, our alley um, because it's got big type. There's not a lot of words. There's a lot of pictures. Is it double spaced? It might be triple spaced. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's not, there's not 16 pages of a description of, of a, of a chair. Someone sitting in a chair should not take three pages to write. Exactly. One sentence. I just sat down. That's it. Exactly. Why is everybody writing three pages when one sentence will suffice? So I open up the book, uh, and there's 50 pages about the chair. I don't understand these authors. <laughs> the next time I go to the bookstore, I'm going to take a bat with me. So, the, anyway, so she was having, you know, they, they would never play with her or whatever. You know, little girls being mean. And so I guess, like, in the playtime, the other girls would go and play house in, like, some kind of, like, play house thing. Playhouse. <laughs> the other girls will not play with me, Pee Wee. So Mecha she would make a high, <laughs> make a high out. So they would never play with her. So you know they they would say like, "Oh well, we're gonna play house," and uh, this is the father, this is the mother, these are the two kids. That's all the the people that fit in this stupid house that they had there. And uh, so she would have to, you know, she would be left out. So I forget what, what, you know, what she was able to do, but then, um, she did something like, she, oh, uh, she brought in a Cabbage Patch Kid doll or something like that. Now, this is the 80s. And, um, she brought that in and, and pretended it was a baby. And they were like, oh, she's like, look, I have a baby. You guys don't have a baby. Yeah. And so they were like, oh, okay, well, well, okay, well, we need the baby then to, 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 to play in the house. And so, uh, you, you can, you can, you can come play now. Uh, you can be the dog. <laughs> and like, she's writing in there like, wow, you know, this is, this is, I'm so excited. I'm get, finally going to get to play. I'm going to be the dog, even though it's just the dog, you know, who cares? I'm actually, people are noticing me, whatever. You know, it's probably like four or five years old. Yeah. And, uh, the best thing about, the best thing about it is, and why it's a, you know, it's a funny book, but, the punchline is, she goes, what I forgot to mention to you all was, uh, as great as this was, look, I get to be the dog. Um, it turns out the dog stays outside. Mm. I thought that was funny. Well, they said that to her or she said yeah. that to them? No, that's what they said to her. Uh. She, she, you know, it was kind of like, hey, I'm, I'm finally getting to participate right i'm the dog but then they said well the dog stays outside 
Well, you know what she should have done. Bite them? No, she's a dog. She should have taken a dump <laughs> inside the house. <laughs> okay. And then burn down the house. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Probably you know, maybe take a dump on a bunch in a bunch of underwear, stuff it in the <laughs> closet, bring your friends over. They accidentally go in the closet and there is the underwear. By the way, her fir- her real first name is Lisa. Lisa Olivia Munn. Okay. And she is 30 years old, born in 1980. Yeah. She's about our age. Yeah, I mean, a lot of her stories, you know, you can kind of, like, I can relate to growing up at that time. You know? So, and a lot of her stories are about these little anecdotes that she had when she first, I guess, went to Hollywood. And a lot of them are, like, really crazy. You know, like, she would meet, she would meet these, like, some of these directors and producers, these people are insane. A lot of the very lurid stuff. Oh, and the other thing, apparently she likes the book Good Earth. The Good Earth. Oh, I hate her. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it. There was nothing wrong with the book. It was the idiot teacher that told us to read the book and then never gave us a test. <laughs> people, you gotta read the Good Earth. People, you gotta read it. I'm giving you a test, people. If you don't pass the test, you're gonna fail, people. People, people. Hey, uh, what happened to the test? Oh no. Well, basically, the anecdote is this: this buffoon we had as a teacher. About three weeks go by, and everybody's like, is she giving us this test in the good earth, or what? What's going on? She never did it. Nobody ever said anything. <laughs> good. Mo- mainly because I got up, and, and before she came to the room, and I said, I want everybody in this class to know, anybody even even thinks about reminding her that she hasn't given us a test in this piece of garbage good earth book, they're going down. They're going down. Well, I only read the first few chapters. I didn't read it all. Now, the, the the punchline of that was, I don't know, two months goes by. This buffoon gets up in front of the class. People, I I, I can't remember. Did you all read The Good Earth? Yeah. It's like, oh, you stupid. We don't move furniture in this class, people. My family's from Italy. People, I've been struck by lightning three times, people. You're an imp. <laughs> you just called me an imp. Yeah. Um, so I guess I did learn something in that class. I found out what an imp was. <laughs> no, but, we, uh, we knew what an imp was. I didn't know what an imp was. What? When would you have heard the word imp? Cartoons. I know what a chimp, a blimp. Do you know how much vocabulary, how many vocabulary words I learned by watching 1980s cartoons growing up? I don't know. A lot of vocabulary words. I guess I didn't. So there, all right, so then one of the chapters in the book, it's actually kind of a funny chapter, is she gives a quiz. And it's not really a quiz, but it's a, a list of 25 ways to tell that somebody is an uh, and a, it is a donkey hole. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, pretty funny, and I think we'll just go through these quickly. 
And we'll see how many times that we appear on this list. All right, the first one is drivers who don't let, who don't do the thanks for letting me in wave when you let them in. Now, I am certainly on this because I never say thanks. In, <laughs> in fact, I'm usually people getting, are not, uh, uh, doing any kind of thank you wave. They're screaming at me because I cut them off. Exactly. You have to. Come on. Yeah. Well, around here, yeah. Yeah, it's come on. It's New Jersey. You gotta. It's everybody's guy given right to cut somebody off on the road. Come on. Uh, people who give you gifts for your home and then get ticked off if you don't display them every day. I know people like that. I'm not like that. I know people who are. Like I, that. I'm not like that either. Because I don't give people gifts. Oh, well, there you go. You're a stingy, rotten. No, my presence is gift enough. <laughs> if people are so obsessed with material possessions, I don't want to know that person. Yeah. All right, so number three, someone who texts in the movie theater. I don't do that. We're never even in a movie theater. These days, it's rare. Yeah. This summer's been terrible. Yeah, it's been terrible. For movies. Yeah. But I hate that, too. But I... I hate people who talk more than people who text. I just hate people. Yeah. Observe the cell phone holster on somebody's belt and then look up at the person wearing it. Well, this is me because I've got two stupid cell phones. <laughs> you have the holster. Yeah, I got the holster for the BlackBerry and uh, and my own phone and, and everything else. But do you have the holster that goes around your shoulder like a gun? For a phone? Yeah. No. Okay, good. Uh, any guy who doesn't at least pretend to reach for his wallet when the check comes. I always reach for my wallet. Yeah. I guess I do, too. Yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, let me see. Some of these other ones are stupid. Uh, any guy who quotes Napoleon Dynamite. How's your neck? And Napoleon, I'm going to run for a class president. People! It's me! I didn't want to drop the people! Uh. You know, that was on the other day. Oh, really? Anaconda. Anaconda. And you know, I realize at the end, he doesn't die. Right. The snake spits him out. He's missing an eyeball, but he's not dead. You hear this? Help me! Get me out of here! My God! The men's not dead! Uh, anyone who decries something by saying it's totally gay. I don't do that. No. I used to say, it's totally tubular, dude! <laughs> Cowabunga! Righteous! Yeah. Uh. Anyone who's rude to people in the service industry? I am not rude to people in the service industry because I used to be in the service industry and people were rude to me and I wanted to chop their heads off. When were you in the service industry? I worked retail for four years. That's not the service industry. It is. The customers would come in. I'm, I'm no, giving no. them serv customer no, service. Not, Hello. That's not, no, that's not the service industry. It is. That's no. what she's talking about. No, it isn't. Anyway, yeah. I am not rude to retail people, even though 
they deserve it most of the time because they're idiots around here. You know who are in the service industry? People who work at Starbucks. I go into the Starbucks. No. People are laying on the couches. What am I, in a furniture store? What am I? Uh, people who don't like pie. Pizza pie? No, not pizza pie. Regular pie. Nobody calls it pizza pie anymore. <laughs> Banana cream pie? Uh, that's a pie, yes. Lemon meringue pie? That's also a pie. Um, what about those apple pie, the, the hostess apple pies? I like those. I don't like, I like those. those. They're very yes. sticky. Well, actually, there's one of them that... Which brand don't... I, no, no, no. The Hostess are disgusting. Yeah, they're really I like gross. the Drakes. Drakes are good. I never had that. The little ones are like little squares. The Drakes. Apple pies. Well, yeah, those are like the Hostess, too. No, no, no. The Hostess came... The Hostess looked like a taco. Oh, yeah. You're right. Gross. You're right. You're right. I know my junk food. <laughs> Shepherd's pie. Shepherd's pie, isn't that like mashed potatoes? Yeah, it's like, uh, what do you call that? Like a pot roast with, yeah, it's yeah. it's Irish. Yeah. Pot pie. Oh, top of the morning to you. I'm just, I'm skipping some of these here. Uh, Dick Cheney. Are you a step skipper? Uh, yeah, Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney yeah, is. The devil. Uh, the devil. Yeah. Uh, walking around with Bluetooth without a hint of embarrassment. I don't even own any, I don't own any Bluetooth device. There's people that do this all, you know, the people that walk around having a conversation into thin air because <laughs> they've got the Bluetooth. Yeah. Let's see here. People who don't say their name when you meet them. I don't do that. Yeah. Meteorologists, they're terrible. Uh, the hipsters who wear their insanely tight jeans, we don't like them. Oh, I hate them. Uh, oh, this was the best, was someone who drives a Prius and acts like they're doing something more to save the world than you. No. <laughs> I drive a no, hybrid. No. Hybrid car. No. Yeah. You're wrong. You're an idiot. <laughs> uh, oh, well, this one, you're on this list. Chronic salad eaters. That's you. Come on. I like salad. Salad's good. And uh, Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> So anyway, my point with this thing was, in case you're bored to death, what Miss Munn did was she, um, well, here's what she originally did was she offered a contest out of the blue. She's like, look, whoever buys the 10,000th copy of my book, uh, the prize will be that I will fly them out. They can hang out with me for the day or I'll hang out with them for the day. I'll fly to wherever they are, you know, whatever. The backstory on this is um, she has a website, I think it's oliviamun.com, and she has kind of this fan group. And in the past, she's actually, like, flown to New York and met up with a whole bunch of fans, like, in Central Park. Like, she would show up in Central Park and, like, 50 people would show up and just hang out with her. Look, that's really cool. But what do they do? What is there to do? I don't know. It's you so, and 50 strangers. 
It's like, okay, hey guys, uh, what do you want to do? I know, but she's very funny, so whatever. But here's the the point. Here's the punch luck again. Guess what day it was? She did it, I think, earlier this year or maybe last year. It was in the winter. And guess what day it was, and I didn't go again. The Super Bowl. Ah. The stupid Super Bowl that I didn't go to see the dush and her play ended. Man, you win the Super Bowl. I, I don't understand it. Don't understand it. Um, what was I saying? So she's going to fly Oh, yeah, the out. contest. All right, yeah, so that was a contest. Well, what she quickly found out was there's no way to tell who bought the 10,000th book. Well, obviously. Never going to know. So what she said was then, she said, I want everyone to, to submit a video that... You know, some having something to do with the book in some way, a short video, and there will be three winners. Three winners. So me and my psychosis decided that I would enter this contest. Why not? Yes. With a combination of, uh, you know, video clips and using this 25, you know, point list that I was just talking about. And, um, you know... With video clips I took from, like, movies, a couple of them that I was actually in, you know, doing some voiceover, the whole nine yards. I thought it came out pretty funny. It was very funny. Uh, I don't know if it'll win or not. Uh, but I'll probably, I guess I'll probably post the link to the YouTube video. Well, when do we know? I don't know. I think she recently posted some kind of an update saying that... She's watched some of them, but hasn't had time to watch the rest, so. Everybody's a winner. Everybody's a winner or a loser. Well, so if I win, I win, I win, then it is a it is going to be a 24-hour interview on the Porn Stevenson <laughs> Show. There's somebody else doing a 24-hour podcast. Somebody we know. Right. I'm going to do a 24-hour podcast. Well, 24-hour interview. Interview. Turn into a podcast. The world's first 24-hour interview. Yes. Exactly. And then, what I'm going to say is I'm going to be like, look, you've been around Hollywood, got some connections. Got some connections. All I'm asking is, I don't even need a phone number. Just point me to the address of a one Eliza Dushku. <laughs> That's all. I thought you were going to say put me in a movie or something. What? I don't want to be in a movie. Why not? Come on, me and you. Punch Stevenson in uh, the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Steve, what's his name? Kevin Smith should do another Clerks, but with us. <laughs> because the Clerks guys are getting kind of old. Yeah. Should have us in it. From New Jersey, we could do it. Exactly. Yeah. There you Come go. on, we could do all our bit. We could do the Julius Sumner Miller bit. Yes. Michael Jackson. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, you know, our Back to the Future voices. We would. No, no. I got Bill a better Cosby, one. Bill Cosby, Louis better Anderson. One. Yes, I got a better one. We'll what? do UHF Part 2. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that would be funny. UHF Part 2. We'll get Uncle Floyd. Yeah. You know, get uh, anybody, get the big man. The bi- Yeah, the big man. <laughs> I went to the deli today and I asked for a sandwich. 
And I, I asked him to put some raw onion on there. And I don't believe that they don't even have raw onion at the deli. What kind of deli doesn't have a raw onion? Kid well, from Brooklyn. I mean, you know, get all get all in there. The kid from Brooklyn who lives we'll in even New offer a role to that ungrateful tyrant, Dennis Haskins. <laughs> so he won't show up. Probably not. Get them all in there. Get them all in there. <laughs> Ted Danson. Ted, Ted Danson wants to be in it. He's in it. Ed Begley Jr. Ed Begley Jr. is in it. Well, he's guaranteed. A, he's in everything. Yes. All I ask, <laughs> all I ask is to have a one line in the movie. I will be the bad guy. You can be the good guy. Okay. And have one line in the movie where I go, What? We're being beaten by a UHF station. A UHF station! <laughs> We're on network! <laughs> Alright, come on. We gotta start writing this. Alright. UHF 2? Yeah. Alright. We'll pitch it to Weird Al. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he's gonna have a lot of luck getting that one made. <laughs> to the performance of the first one. So, anyway, uh, oh, and, and I had one little uh, douche update. Really? Little douche update here. I'm gonna send you this little uh, linky dinky dinky here. <clears throat> Apparently, uh, the douche, uh, what, when, when was this? Oh, this is a couple of months ago. Apparently, uh, she got an Atari Flashback 2 console. So, uh, that's that. What other usual, uh, nonsense? Oh, uh, George Lucas? Oh, boy. George Lucas update. George uh, Lucas? Yeah. Uh, well, apparently... Uh, well, you know about the, the stupid Star Wars live-action show <laughs> that he was supposed to be doing? Yeah. That yeah, he, we've he talked kept, about it. He kept going on and on, and he's like, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna, it's going to be Star Wars, but we're going to do it for one-tenth of the cost of Star Wars. It's, it's, it's going to be incredible. It's amazing. <laughs> okay. So appara- apparently this maniac has all the scripts written, and everything. Wait, he wrote them himself? No, no, he had other people doing them. Oh. Uh, has all these scripts written, but he can't do the show because it costs too much money. It's like, we, we, we can't find out how to make, figure out how to make it. Basically, here's the thing. The guy's loaded. What is he talking about? I don't, I don't, I have no idea. I don't make, it doesn't make any sense. Here's the thing. When he did the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, you know, 20 years ago almost. Yeah. At first, he sold it to, I guess, ABC. People were like, oh, Indiana Jones, this, this is huge. This will win. This will be a winner. You know, there was a possibility of getting Harrison Ford to do a couple episodes, whatever. Well, what wound up happening was that George Lucas, rather than shooting a television show, decided he was going to shoot a television show as you would shoot a movie. Mm. And it costed a ridiculous amount of money. And it got canceled after the first year. The <laughs> <laughs> big dummy. I'm gonna sell my my life. My life is a book. I'm gonna sell it to a movie producer. They're gonna make a movie of it. My life is too interesting. It's not going to be good enough for one movie. It's going to be four movies. Uh, 
I invented Stephen King Man. He chokes people with books. The Shining was based on me, Stan Lee.